Live from Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the VoiceOver Cafe FAFCAMP Edition. With Terry Daniel and Trish Pisani, plus Tom Deer, Peter Bishop, Sean Caldwell. Special guests on this episode, Amy Snively, Peter O'Connell, and a live studio audience. Welcome, everybody, to the live edition of the VoiceOver Cafe. Um, is everybody having a great time at FAF Camp? What do you think? We appreciate you being a, a part of the live audience. To my right here is the lovely Trish the Dish Bassani. Can we have a rip-roaring, thunderous applause for her, please? Later on, we'll be talking, as, uh, as Sean said, we'll be talking to Amy Snively, and we'll be talking to Peter O'Connell as well. But uh, real briefly, I'd like to, to introduce everybody uh, one more time. Our imaging guy, Mr. Sean Caldwell, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Who doesn't talk like this in real life? Also part of the staff are voiceover cafe manager, Mr. Peter Bishop. Yeah. And I don't talk like this in real life either. Our host of Totally True Tales, Mr. Tom Deere. What's up? Thank you. And I'm Jordan Reynolds. <laughs> That's a claptrap right there. Well, first of all, Trish, I mean, again, you know, we, we were here for FAFCON in October. Here we are at FAF Camp. This was amazing. Another amazing event, an absolute class act. FAF Camp to me is like one big giant toolbox for voiceover artists. Yeah. Every time you walk into a different room, you learn something new from a pro who is basically telling us what's worked for them. It's real stories and real stuff that works for not only new voice talents, but professional voice talents as well. Uh, yeah. Real quick story, too. I had a... Um, I sat down and had breakfast with a guy uh, a couple days ago, and I... I over in the... Uh, in the restaurant or the hotel, and I, I sat down next to him. I said, hey, do you mind if I sit here and we can just kind of talk about stuff? And we just started, like, shooting the shit about just about anything, from sports to politics to news. And then at the end of the conversation, I said, you know, so how long have you been doing voiceovers? And, you know, what do you think of FAF Camp so far? And he goes, what's FAF Camp? He was with a different conference. He was not even a faffer. Oh, man. Friendly guy, Missing but I, I hope he learned a lot from me about our industry. <laughs> <laughs> did I at least give him a business card? I did, I did. And maybe he'll end up hiring me to do an e-learning narration or Who something. Knows? You just never know. But <laughs> I walked into the wrong session, actually. Similarly, I walked into the wrong session yesterday. And oh. I wound up giving the guy my business card because I ran into him at the bar later on. Oh, that is so <laughs> you awesome. You never know. So for those people, Trish, who haven't really had the awesome experience of ever coming to like a FAFCON or FAFCAMP event, how would you explain, how would you describe this event? This was, it was actually life-changing. Uh, and it was so different from FAFCON um, in, in the structure that it actually was, I think I got a little more out of it than I may even have gotten in previous FAFCONs. Um, Everybody, all the speakers were amazing. Uh, Doug Turkel, we had Bob Sauer, Roel Gorman. 
everybody that presented was amazing, uh, presented interesting content. They were fantastic. I really, really enjoyed the whole, the whole conference. And we had so many new people here that it was so much fun to meet everybody and meet some new faces that we knew from the internet already, Facebook and whatnot, and just people that we had never come in contact with ever. And there were so many great new people that uh, we really had a great time over this past weekend. Now, Totally True Tales with Tom Deere. True tales from a man who talks for a living. What's up, FAF campers? All right. Who here has heard um, the last Totally True Tale I went? The one that I told, the one that we had John Florian on as a guest? Yes? No? All right. I'll do it, br I'll do it very briefly. You heard it? Good for you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, basically, I, my last totally true tale, as I was talking about a client who took a while to pay me, like four months, he hired me again, took four months to pay me, and then the third time he wanted to hire me, he had said previously, I apologize, we're going to pay you first before you record. So he called me, he said, I got a gig for you. I said, great, just send me the money through PayPal, and we'll do the gig. And he's like, could you record it first before I pay you? This is what I call the moments where you have to choose between being a jerk or a fool. Because if you're like, no, I'm going to make you stick to what you agreed to, you're a jerk. You're not taking care of your client, as Bob Sauer would say. But if you say, oh, okay, that's no problem, I'll record it first, and then it takes another four months, if ever, to get paid, then I'm a fool. So, I have an addendum to the story. But wait, there's more. So, I, I record the Totally True Tales. I send it off, I, I send it off to, our, uh, to, our, uh, to Terry and uh, Trish to approve. Everything's fine. Fifteen minutes later, I get, an e I, get a, I get an email from that client. And this was like months ago. I get a call 15 minutes later. I get an email 15 minutes later. Hey, Tom, how you doing? We were wondering if you could add one more town to the list of branches for this spot. We'll pay you $100 just to add one town. And I'm like... And this is a karmic, pivotal moment where I have to make a decision about what, I, what, I, what do I want to do. So I, I record the line, I stick it in, I, I put it in Dropbox, I send it to him, and I say, no charge. It's on me. Phone rings. It's the client. I mispronounced the name of the town. But he, uh, but he called to say, thank you so much. That was so nice of you. We really appreciate that. You turned it around so fast. Thanks for it being free of charge. I'm like, hey, no problem, man. And I'm like, by the way, where are you located? He's like, San Antonio. I'm like, have you ever heard of FAFCON? He's like, no, what is it? So I explained to what FAFCON is. So we may have a San Antonio FAFCON sponsor already lined up <laughs> as a result of this. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a totally, totally true tale. Thank you very much. That's awesome. <laughs> Way to go, Tom. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the podcast the wonderfully talented and beautiful Amy Snively. Can we? Do, I just want to, what everybody, just to kind of stare at Amy for about five minutes and just, can you just feel She's the power lovely. coming from this lady and the, and the positivity and the inspiration? Do you Thank have the you. wave down? <laughs> <laughs> Amy, uh, once again, you know, and to no surprise, I think to anybody, everybody listening on the show and everybody in the audience here, 
thank you again from the bottom of our hearts for an absolute class act. Oh, thank you guys. My pleasure. That was really a fun weekend. Oh, thank you for being a part of it. Thank well, you for being an important part of it. Thank you so much. And as I, as I just mentioned to Trish just a few moments ago, I view FAF Camp as just like one big giant toolbox mm -hmm. for, for voice actors, both new voice actors and professional voice actors. That works. So what exactly inspired you or kind of got the idea going to put together these events? How did it, how did it all get started? Well, um, for, for FAF Camp or for FAFCon as well? For, for, for FAF Camp. For FAF Camp, you know, for FAFCon, for uh, the first 100 qualified talents to, uh, to register the ones who get to come to FAFCon. And it's very difficult to get into FAFCon if you've been a working professional voiceover talent for less than five years. Uh, and every time there's a new FAFCon, we just had our fifth, there's a new batch of people, because about 50% are new FAFers and 50% are returning FAFers. So there's an additional group of people who are fighting for those spots. And so it's been more and more difficult to get in each time. And unfortunately, there have been some really outstanding talents who have languished on our waiting list, even sometimes more than once. Not to mention people who are just at earlier stages of their career. And I was very, very concerned that, um, that people would get the impression that we were trying to be exclusionary and they wouldn't recognize, especially if they were new to the industry, that we were really just trying to serve this underserved niche, but we weren't trying to be disrespectful or, dis or disinclude people who, were, who didn't meet those very difficult you know, qualifications. So I wanted to throw the doors open a little bit bigger so that we could make friends with people at earlier stages of their career while still serving the working pro. And that's what FAF Camp is. Tell us, Amy, how, how the event has, obviously this is the first FAF Camp, right. but how has FAFCon into FAF Camp changed over the past couple of years? How has it morphed into, you know, how, how have you made it better or just how, is it, how has it changed? Well, the amazing thing, Trish, is that the very first FAFCon uh, is structurally the one in Portland, that very, very first one was not appreciably different than FAFCON 5 from a structural standpoint. The first one we did in sort of an out-of-the-way place with a smaller group of people, we had 54 people at that first one, in order to test the concept. Well, as it turns out, the test, we passed the test. And so with each additional FAFCON, we've gotten better at the logistical aspects, the space planning and the menus and stuff like that. So just like that kind of technical stuff. But the basic container that is FAFCON has not been altered at all. Our, the criteria for how to get into FAFCON hasn't changed. The structure of the event hasn't changed. It, everything's been really minor from a, from a container standpoint. And that's really gratifying because it's nice to, to sort of have this idea in your head that this concept, which is really used successfully in other industries for a very long time, I thought it would apply to this group and to have, um, you know, I have not to break my own my, myself on the back, but I mean, that's, a, that's the thing I'm proud of, is that I was right. That the thing that I needed, that I wasn't the only one. That's essentially what it boils down to. FAFCON was the event I wanted to go to, and I kind of thought my friends would want to go too, and I was just really glad I was right, that I wasn't alone. That just feels mm -hmm. good to not have been alone. Yes, that's well. We we deal with that on the daily basis, being being home and being in our isolation booth. Yeah, exactly. The padded cell. Oh. Well, thank you so much, Amy Sively, everybody. You guys.
Now, it's the voice crush. We put in a lot of effort for that imaging liner. Man, I wonder, who wrote that one? Is, so, is, that, is that really all you have? You know, uh, you guys told me you had a $10 budget. That's what you get for 10 If you would have had 25 I could have made it like a 15-second thing. But, you know, we're trying to save some money along here. So. Well, you're the one that's listed on Fiverr. <laughs> I don't think so. So uh, the voice crush is just something fun that we uh, kind of made up a while back. We try to play around with different features in the show, and it was something I thought would be kind of fun. The, the people that we choose, this is... No disrespect meant to any of the, I have, you know, kind of do a disclaimer. It's not meant to be disrespectful to these, these people's significant others. This is purely for fun, and this is voice only. So, uh, we'll announce our, our own voice crushes, and it is the opposite sex for me and Terry, um, just to make, you know, make it fun. So, uh, you want to go first? No, I think you, uh, you've got this covered. This was your idea originally, and I'm going to let you go first. All right. My voice crush is Dan Friedman. Oh. I love Dan's style. He's, he's come so far so quickly, and I've listened to his demos and just gotten to know him as a person also, but uh, his... his knowledge of the business in so many different aspects. You're multifaceted, Dan, and um, I, I have a, I've had a great time getting to know you and getting to know your work. And uh, Dan, if anybody here has ever heard Dan's uh, demo, he's so fun and so amazing, very, very talented. So You're so sweet. <laughs> Dan, can you read some just like 60 or 70 e-learning modules for us during the show? Actually, that's not, e-learning's not my main thing. <laughs> Commercial stuff, though. <laughs> yeah, give us, give us something you could do. Oh, my, you're putting me on the spot I know, here, we got you? no script. I, I, it's funny, I'm actually, all I can think of is my monologue for my character. For, Go for in my it. television show. A couple of lines is fine. All right, let me see. Um, oh, Rock in a Hard Place. It's a, a new TV pilot that they're working on in Greenville. It's really exciting, and I get to play a, um, a slightly over-the-hill, very stoned sound guy. It's like my <laughs> maturity level at 24. Um, but, you know, uh, there's all, he's just he's a very crazy character. He's a lot of fun. The show is a lot like Taxi, but it takes place in a rock club. And um, he's very much like this all the time because he's deaf in both ears, but he's a sound guy, so it's like a total contrast, man. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Awesome. He's a great character to play. I'm really excited about Are this Are you going to remember the little people when you're a big star? There are no little people in my life. <laughs> only, only people that I love and equals, especially in this room. All right. That's what we like to hear. Dan Friedman, everybody. Thank you, Thank you for your help also with the FAF camp. Yeah, Amy knows that like, she, you know, you're such a huge help to us. A a Amy once said to me, she said, uh, I don't know how we do it without you. And I said, you better never try. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. All right. I, uh, I know I'm supposed to be picking a member of the, of the opposite sex, but I would have to say that Bob Sauer is my official voice crush. <laughs> And you know what? He's going to like it. 
Is he available? Oh, he there is. There he is right there. He was sitting at one of our little cafe I've tables. Got, I, I kind of have two of them. And Tom Deere is escorting him up here. <laughs> and then we'll get Bob on the mic here. And then afterwards, my female voice crush is Liz Dineshnera. Who, by the way, who taught me a lot about telephony and e-learning. How about a round of applause for Mr. Bob Sauer and Liz Dineshnera. The second nicest guy in voiceover. You guys Here, Liz. Together, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh, and Liz is too. And I'm a happy boy. <laughs> is, this a, is this event any fun at all? This, I, I will tell you, I, I plan my year around Fafcon. Mm -hmm. I plan my year. I just, it's, my husband knows that we can't go on vacation. Hmm? Closer to the mic. Perfect. Oh, I have to get oh, closer yes. to the microphone. To the Sorry. Mic. So that means I That's get right. closer to Bob. Uh -huh. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, no, I do. I plan my time around Fafcon because my husband knows we can't go away anytime that Fafcon's going to be happening. It's just, I get so much out of it. It's fun. It's meeting with my tribe, with my family, but I always learn something. I always learn something. There's not one that I don't learn from. So. Good. Well said. And Bob, we all know what a, what a pro that you are and what a wonderful and beautiful man you are and that golden voice. But, you know, Thank even you. if you've done this, if you've done voiceovers for 10 years or even 70 years, there's always something new that you can learn. And what have you learned from this particular FAFCAM? Well, I will say the, uh, the, the thing that was said on Friday night, I made allusion to it this morning uh, in the panel about uh, nobody's paying you to do improved weaknesses. Man, is that huge. Oh, yeah. Because for a long time I've thought, you know, I really need to stick to the things that I do best, but occasionally I'll get seduced into starting to work on something that's a little bit outside of my... It's not comfort zone, it's ability range. Or I'll be asked to do some producing on something. You know what, I can do that. I worked in radio, I know how to produce. But I need to stick to the stuff that I'm really good at. And boy, that was... Uh, to me, that was the biggest nugget of the weekend. And the second biggest was, uh, I don't know, it's awfully tough to choose, but I love Sean Caldwell's rates segment. That was awesome. <clears throat> it was killer. That was absolutely awesome. That really, the survey that he did of showing, I mean, it was average numbers, but it gives you sort of a starting point of what other people are doing so that you're not undercutting or you're not completely blowing yourself out of the water you know, if you're saying, oh, I want $1,000 for a local radio spot that's going to run one day. Okay, that's probably not going to fly. But to be able to look at those rates and say, okay, well, I can adjust those a little bit, but at least to have something to start with yeah. was huge. It was, it was awesome. And, of course, getting to see you and Trish again oh. is huge. And we Liz. love seeing Thank you guys. You so much our fun. Our listeners aren't really going to know what this means, but we'll have to explain it just a little bit later. But I have my token appreciation for both of you guys for, for being so inspiring. And I feel so much calmer being right next to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the VoiceOver Cafe podcast the wonderfully, incredibly humorous Peter O'Connell. Mr. Improv himself. Bless you, you my children. <laughs> you know, Tom Deere gets a little pushy as your, as your stage manager. He's like, <laughs> get to the seat, get to the seat! Jeez, buddy, easy. He's so strong. 
I know you were actually at the airport, and he actually came and grabbed you. And he did. You well, he back. grabbed me, but I, I knew it was him by the way he grabbed me, so it was okay. <laughs> it, was, it was all right. I was all right with that. So, I know how. Pete. <laughs> Peter, what's your what's your main role in in Faf Camp? How, uh, how, and I eat how the hors d'oeuvres and I eat the desserts. That's <laughs> primarily what I do here at Faf Camp. And they bring me back. I'm kind of a mascot. They put me on a chain and walk me around. It's very nice. Um, I have been for the past number of years, um, basically because of Amy uh, Amy Snively and directly because of Pam Tierney, who wrote me into this. I didn't. I, you know, she batted her eyes and I went, "What?" And she said, "Now I'm in doing sponsorship." Uh, but I'm doing sponsorship for FAF Camp and FAFCon. And so what that means is that I, I put together all the um, uh, sponsorship proposals. I get in touch with people who might want to be sponsors. Uh, there's a variety of levels at, uh, for sponsors. And we get people to support FAF Camp and FAFCon, which is very important. Because in an event like this, while uh, there is money that you pay as a registration fee, that basically covers uh, minimal cost, the cost of doing the, the, the very minimum of the event. But there are certainly costs on top of that. And nobody's making a ton of money on FAF Camp, unfortunately. But um, the, the thing is, it's not about the money. It's about bringing this opportunity together. Amy's original vision of, of this event when she put together FAFCon, the very first one, was that she'd been to other uh, voiceover events which were nice, but were not, they were about um, people selling things to other voiceover talents. There's nothing wrong with that, that's fine. But for a, for a large segment of the voiceover community, they would prefer to be at an event where they actually got to t learn from somebody rather than have somebody sell to them. There's a difference. There's a difference between somebody selling to you and someone trying to help you learn. And what FAFCON does is it helps you learn. You gravitate to FAFCON because you're gonna learn a lot, make a lot of networking friends and just come away with it with a renewed spirit about your business in a business that's generally isolated. And this is not an isolated event. That's awesome. And you're a professional. You have been for many years. What, what nugget did you get out of this FAF camp that you didn't necessarily get out of the previous events? I, th I think uh, there were a variety of nuggets. I think listening to Roll Gorman just generally, um, because I I've known Roll for years, and I've been, I've been doing voiceover since about 1982. Which, uh, which explains my walker. Um, but I, the reason I like listening to Roll so much is because there's, there's a font of information, there's a font of creativity there that one, people who know him enjoy personally, but I, I enjoy not only what I learned from him in talking about how to develop characters, how to make characters um, come alive, but also in addition to that, uh, to just to see how, how much people reacted to him and how, how they just, they were, they were buoyed in, their, in what they do by listening to what he's accomplished. And that to me, just sort of, I don't know, spiritually is a dumb word, but it made me feel better about this whole event when I watched that. That, that I really enjoyed. And you're one of the original founding faffers, I, I am a, I am a founding faffer. I'm a half a founding faffer. And here's why I'm a half a founding faffer. I had every intention of going to the very first FAFCON in Portland about two and a half, three years ago. But... Um, I, I, I had a little accident with my wife, and that accident was due around the time of FAF camp. So I couldn't be away from my wife at the time of that lovely, uh, that lovely present being born. We, uh, our, uh, John Michael came into the world, and Aww. my wife was very specific about me not going. And I discussed I it with why. her. I said, 
But dear, this is FAFCON. I know we, this is our third child, for goodness sake. You've done it twice before. I really didn't do too much. Can I go out to Portland? And she said, no, I'm, I'm afraid not, dear. Uh, not, with, not with your entire body intact. So I had to stay, and, and fortunately, everything was great with the baby. And But I did some marketing for FAFCON and helped uh, do some promotion for it uh, because I believed in it, and then I've been at every uh, FAFCON since. All right. Well, all right. So the, the first one that you actually attended then was in Atlanta, correct? It was in Atlanta, correct. And how are, did you have any idea that, that from that point, things would have become what it is? It is, you know, people say, why do you volunteer and get involved in things? And, be, and, and sometimes you do it just to be nice. Sometimes you do it for the networking and the involvement, and it, and it helps your business. With FAFCON, I just believed in the concept so much that I was crazy enough to start supporting it when I couldn't even attend it. And, and then when I finally got to attend it, when I finally got to go to Atlanta and, and experience the actual spirit, and I mean that very directly, the spirit and the essence of FAFCON. It's not just the education. It's not just the meeting of people. It's not all that that you get out of FAFCON. It is, it is the boost to your, your business psyche that you get from FAFCON, being around people who, you, who are in your business, who understand your challenges, who understand your problems, and who celebrate your successes in a way that other people can't, that is an amazing opportunity. And you do that one time, and you'll be back every time if you can. That is awesome. You know what, how about a special round of applause for Peter not being an idiot? Thank you. An absolute brilliant man, Thank and you. we couldn't be more honored that you stopped by the microphone. Thank you. Where's my check? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's in the back yeah, there. It's at the back yeah. there. I'll check around. I think, uh, <laughs> check around the escalator going down. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Peter. Peter O'Connell, everybody. Thank you. Uh, I, I think it's about that time. I think we need a drink. Yeah. Let's you know, get a drink. I, I, I haven't seen him. Of course, Water. as usual, I've not seen him anywhere in the hotel. I know, I could really use a cup of coffee right anyone, about now. Sorry. This is the one time I don't have to get you a drink. <laughs> the bar's over there. You've been going there all the time. So this is the unusual thing. Our, uh, our cafe manager, Peter Bishop, ladies and gentlemen, has... Uh, they has let me come along as the uh, Faf Camp caterer. So uh, it's been interesting to be served by other people rather than have to wait on that idiot. He's so fussy. Anyway, what they gave me the job of doing was to come out here and just have a word with a few people. But what I have to do is to put right a mistake Terry made some time ago. It's not a munchkin, is it? It's a quadling. A quadling, yes. Yes, a quadling with a broom. <laughs> quadling with a broom. And also, to join in your fun earlier, this is my voiceover crush, <laughs> Melissa Exelberth. Say something sexy. Say something sexy? No, I can't say something sexy. Well, that worked for me. <laughs> so what did you come here for? How many times have you been? And did you fulfill your expectations? Surpassed, to start at the end first. I've been to all of the FAF events except for the first one, which I had to miss and I regretted it ever since. Every time I come, I get something. I get more than something. I get some things out of it. It's, it's just amazing. You know, whether you're just sitting, listening and taking it in, you learn something, whether you're speaking, whether there's something that you know that you're showing other people, you learn something from that as well. And there were also times that, you know, I've been to, to almost all of the events and I've heard some of the people speak and I've heard a lot of the same things I've heard today. 
But one thing I've found is that sometimes you can learn something and at that particular point in your life, you're not ready to act on it, although you don't know it. And then you hear the same thing again, maybe six months or a year or two years later, and all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, I can do this and I can do this tomorrow. So even though sometimes you're interacting with the same people or you're hearing some of the same things, every event and every time is different. And it just, it's made a huge difference to me. That's really good to hear. I think a lot of people echo that. But tell me, has it really, is there a damper because Terry was here? What, a damper with Terry? Yeah. I love Terry. No taste, some people. <laughs> Connie. Oh, boy. Connie Terwilliger, have a word. Oh, oh my a gosh, I was, gonna, I, I was gonna break into the word, 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 <laughs> word is a bird, but I couldn't do that, that would be silly. So you're having fun? Everything you wanted? I, I almost didn't come, but uh, I was able to shift my schedule around and book a ticket at the last minute and fly on out here, which was, uh, I'm really, really glad I did because it's great to see everybody. It's great to meet all these new people that have just landed in our laps and to share and, and get to know people better because, I mean, Melissa was exactly right. You can hear something over and over and over again and either it doesn't make sense, it doesn't click, even though you think it's clicked, until that right time that just suddenly, she's right. Uh, there are a couple things now that I actually think I can go home and, and actualize this time that I wasn't able to do in the last, you know, the last time I heard it. And you haven't had a problem with Terry either. Well, Terry hugs a lot. Yeah, I know, he tries it with me sometimes. <laughs> oh, thanks, Connie. So that's two frequent faffers we've gone oh, through here. And there's one more I'm just tripping over, Mr. Cliff Selman. Oh, who's looking surprised? What did you come here for, and what did you get from it? I came to FAFCON, this is my fifth, I believe, FAF event, and you know, honestly, this is my family. There's like a uh, hundred of my best friends are here, and what I originally came to FAFCON for was to get closer to voices that were available to me for my ad agency, and what I ended up finding out was just how wonderful a community this is and the closeness. I mean, I've got, you know, five or six really good friends in Dallas, but I've got a hundred of my best friends here. One of the neat things about BAFCON is that I get to um, talk about what an ad agency is looking for, uh, so there's no real guesswork to try to take out, you know, do we slate, do we do this, do we do that? I hire talent so I can kind of give uh, faffers an insight as to what agencies and casting directors are actually looking for. And even though I, you know, think that I'll come here to, to try to help others, I end up walking away with tenfold of, of what, uh, you know, I think I have to offer. And Faf Camp has been unbelievable it's exceeded all my expectations and just sitting next to peter and looking at you guys well apart from terry of course it's just awesome and we can talk about english progressive of the 70s and we love it and uh it's the best i hopefully god willing i will make every single one that's offered and uh i love it and let's, well, let's thanks but i don't know what you're talking about with this 70s music i'm not that old we'll do that. <laughs> so i've hit a couple in fact i've hit three frequent faffers we needed some new ones. Adam, here. Hey. Introduce yourself. He is 
joined into the group, he's made himself available to everyone, and he hasn't been frightened by people like Cliff and Terry. Only a little bit frightened, just about a half cup, but that went away as, as the weekend went on. But the thing is, you've been seen to be giving as good as you're getting, uh, even with Natalie. Yeah, definitely. Um, they've been such like an incredible help to me and such a, a big source of encouragement. Um, just like in any way that I can uh, be a part of it and contribute to the industry and be, um, I don't know, I, I'm young. So it's something that I want to go and kind of contribute that too because I'm around people who are my elder and people who are much more mature and... Uh, <laughs> Have you look, look, look up there, that guy oh. with the glasses. Yeah. The one on the right. I see, I see the one on the right. Does he look mature to you? He, he, he doesn't look mature and he's my coach too. So oh, good Terry, is, uh, Terry gave me a big hug earlier and also, uh, you know, it was good. We had a moment. I had an emotional moment at FAFCON too. This so. is why I have a problem with that man. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks. And so, oh, finally, boy. back to Terry. You know how sometimes DJs don't like their radio station managers? It's the same way at the VoiceOver Cafe. I really don't care for our cafe manager. I have to play rep that, sometimes and keep them apart. It's you know, bad. There's some people out there that really think we hate each other. <laughs> They're right. Peter Bishop, everybody. Yeah. The Cafe Barista. Woo! And uh, we have some sponsors we would like to thank. Um, Terry, would you like to go first? We can... Oh, I'd like to thank Edge Studio. Uh, you, you, have to, you have to show me the paper, too, you know. <laughs> There's only one piece for us. Voice Bank and Voice Registry. We'd also like to thank Voice Zam. I think we could probably roll through it a little quicker. <laughs> Liz Dineshnera. Studio Suit. And, so. and our, our super socials counterpart, Dave Corvoisier, who can't be with us today. We'd also like to thank Sunspots Productions. Woo! All contributing sponsors, please stand up. Uh, we had actually a ton of people for contributing sponsors, so if you guys are out there and want to wave or yell or cheer or something. <laughs> And a big shout out to our media partner, Voice Over Extra. Yeah. Woo! We'd love to thank you guys for being a part of this live broadcast. It was a heck of a lot of fun. And we'd really like to thank uh, Amy Snively and Peter O'Connell for coming on the show with us as well. That's a wrap on another edition of the Voice Over Cafe live from FAFCAM. Where over 100 talents got to set up their VO tents for a great weekend full of learning, sharing, and fun. Until next time, check out our other episodes and subscribe to our podcasts at voiceovercafe.org. Yeah!